Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight. It's so painful to go through something like this as a woman. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen's first interview about their pregnancy loss. You have this emptiness. How their children are helping them through the heartbreak. Then Jeopardy champ Ken Jennings taking over for Alex Trebek. It's very exciting. But will it be a permanent position? The other names in talks to fill in too. Plus Grammy nominations, snubs and surprises. Beyonce makes history as three major stars get overlooked. Plus, is Tyra Banks done with dancing? Will we see you back next season? Will you host again? And our Mark Harmon exclusive as NCIS celebrates a major TV milestone. E.T. starts right now. How do you like that? Ah. Chrissy Teigen has shared so much on social media about the devastating loss of her baby. It almost feels like we've gone through this with her. But today, seeing Chrissy sitting with John for the first time made their heartbreak really hit home. It's so painful to go through something like this as a woman, something that was inside your body that you were nurturing and taking care of. Every day is so different. So when people ask me how I'm doing, I always say, I'm okay today. This hurt that I The pain is still raw for Chrissy and John less than two months after the heart-wrenching pregnancy loss of their 20-week-old baby, Jack. When I spoke with John earlier this month, he had nothing but praise for his wife. I think Chrissy sharing uh, what she shared um, has also been helpful to other people who are going through it and may go through it in the future. The couple documented their loss, taking these deeply intimate photos. In today's exclusive interview with GMA, Chrissy stood behind her decision to share the heart-wrenching images. I don't care if you were offended or or disgusted. I understand it could be that way for people. It's designed for the people that were hurting, and and John was very uncomfortable uh, taking them. She felt like, really, um, that one of the ways we would carry on Jack's memory was to take pictures of that moment. I was like worried, I was like, I don't wanna like commemorate this pain, but the crazy thing about having a miscarriage is you don't walk away with anything. You have this emptiness. All love will remain. Helping John and Chrissy heal, two-year-old Miles, four-year-old Luna, and the love they share for each other. I just know that I love my wife more than ever. Um, we've been through so many challenges together, and they've made us stronger. And I know that doesn't always happen when people go through tragedy. We will never How do you continue to push forward in such a positive manner? We hold on to the fact that we have two beautiful kids that we love. We've always loved a very lively household. And I don't know, you don't want to be stuck in bed when you hear the laughter downstairs. It helps so much. Just a reminder of the importance of family. Meanwhile, Jeopardy fans are still reeling from the loss of Alex Trebek. The classic game show is actually going back into production over on the Sony lot with all-time champ Ken Jennings at the helm. I can't imagine Jeopardy hosted by anybody else. To me, he's irreplaceable. 
The 46-year-old former engineer will be the first of several guest hosts and starts work on Monday. Those episodes start airing January 11th, and Jennings appears to be the frontrunner to replace Alex Trebek permanently. Back in September, he joined Jeopardy as a consulting producer. But don't count out the competition just yet. I love Jeopardy. I can just watch it and get away from it all. Comedian Dane Cook tweeted he got a call about guest hosting and replied, quote, I could barely spit out what is yes quick enough. And Jane Lynch was asked if she would be up for the job. I would do it in a New York minute, but I also have been reading on Twitter. They've been bouncing names around, and I thought LeVar Burton would be very good. She's not alone. As of today, more than 100,000 people have signed a Change.org petition for LeVar to take over the job. Wow. Wow. In response, he tweeted, even if nothing comes from it, I appreciate all y'all's love and support. The 63-year-old hosted Reading Rainbow for 23 years. And while Jeopardy's executive producer isn't commenting on Alex's successor, he did say Trebek wanted a seasoned pro. He talked a lot about that it needs to be someone that uh, the audience will respect, that's believable in the role, has credibility. Other names in the mix, two news anchors, George Stephanopoulos, would you take that job? I think it would be a lot of fun, but I like what I'm doing, too. And Anderson Cooper, who's been a contestant on Celebrity Jeopardy three times. I feel like I have so much ridiculous information in my head that it's nice to be tested on it. Uh, back to Ken Jennings. More good news for him, because today he's also a Grammy nominee. Ken was nominated for Best Spoken Word Album for voicing Alex's book, The Answer Is. And speaking of Grammy nominations... There were plenty of surprises and some really interesting snubs, but leading the pack, all hail the queen, y'all. Beyonce. 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 Just call her Grammy's queen with Black is King. Something way bigger. Nine nominations for that album, including Record of the Year. In fact, with 79 total career nominations, Beyonce is the most nominated female artist in Grammy history. I was your favorite. Taylor's going head-to-head -head with Beyonce for Song of the Year. Swift nabs six nods today. These are things that Stop make me it. break out in a full-body sweat. Taylor is also up for Album of the Year for Folklore. Today, ex-Harry Styles scored his first-ever Grammy noms, including for Best Pop Vocal Album, pitting him against Taylor. Singer Dua Leap is tied with Tay with six nominations. She got the surprise news this morning. Congratulations. You're joking. Billy Eilish! And remember back in January when this teen swept the Grammys? Duh. I could have bet you money that that would never happen. I got everything I Today, Billie Eilish got everything she wanted. Four nominations. Billie's tied with Best New Artist nominee, Grammy newbie, Megan Thee Stallion, who heard the news while announcing today's nominations. I'm a savage. Yeah. So congrats. What would it mean to you to hear your name on the morning of the nominations for the Grammys? I would be genuinely excited. Like, I would be probably jumping out of my body. Oh, me? Oh, my yeah. God. But what about today's snubs? Rain on me. Love didn't rain down for Lady Gaga or the Beebs in the top three categories. Justin did get a nod for changes, but posted, quote, not being acknowledged as an R&B album is very strange to me. When I look at you in your eyes. And while we all expected Grammy fireworks for the weekend, who won three AMAs on Sunday, today he got nothing. He's 
super busy anyway Grammy weekend, gearing up for the Super Bowl halftime just one week later. And only E.T. has an exclusive sneak peek at the weekend's official live performance video of Faith before it hits Vivo. Shocked that the weekend was snubbed, um, but back to the Grammys for a second. <laughs> Trevor Noah is going to host, and I think he's going to knock it out of the park, the Grammys air January 31st on CBS. Meanwhile, Dancing with the Stars crowned a winner last night. Yes, Kev, Kaylin Bristow taking home the mirror ball, and I have not seen someone so happy to win it all. I talked to her and her partner, Artem, just moments after the big news. Woo! You won! <laughs> Not. Even just hearing you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I did! We did! We won! Where I was a year ago, exactly. Where I was not yes. part of last season. I thought that old dancing dreams was done and dusted, and I'm never going to be able to perform on that stage at all. Caitlin and Artem's emotional win comes after a tough season that included injuries and a ballroom without family and friends to cheer them on. I don't know if you've seen it, but Jason posted this video of him hearing your name getting called. Oh my gosh, I have to go home and probably clean that up. <laughs> Nikki also posted a video of Mateo. Daddy won, what do you think of that? I literally said like, this is the best video I've seen in my life. Nelly said to me, that if he'd known you and Neve had as much dancing background as you both did, he never would have come on the show. You're going against people who basically studied this in college. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't stack yourself up against that. He can say that, but at the same time, he has performance background. He has the fans. This is a voting show, and he's got certain things that it takes as well. I'm not drinking his beer anymore. <laughs> Last night's season finale also reunited Chriselle Staus with her dance pro partner Gleb Savchenko after rumors that their relationship had turned romantic, rumors they both denied. And Jeannie Mai made her return to the ballroom after having emergency throat surgery. She got a shout out from first time host and executive producer Tyra Banks. I am glad that her surgery went well. How do you feel about Everything that happened with you as host, anything you'd do differently. I think what I would do differently a lot has to do with costume changes because there are a couple of instances where I'm holding my clothes up and hosting live TV. So will we see you back next season? Will you host again? I don't know, we shall see. I don't know, I had a good time, we'll see. Well, I wanna see all the costumes come back, Tyra. You know, she did more than 20 changes this season. Now on to the star who is winning and sometimes losing in the dad department. Josh Dumel. Why he doesn't want his son to ever see his new comedy based on real life buddy games. When he does, he made this on me. Then only we are with Mark Harmon as NCIS reaches a major TV milestone. He's still the king, right there. I was doing fine until you told me you hang that on your wall. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
These poor people live in these tiny apartments. I know it's a apartment. That's why give me this job so I can get a better one. That clip is blown up with millions of views. A director got caught unmuted on a Zoom as he criticized the apartment of up-and-coming actor Lucas Gage. Now, the director, Tristram Shapiro, has written a formal apology, saying in part, quote, I'm mortified about what happened. I move forward from this incident a more empathetic man. I'm going to say lesson learned. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, actor Josh Dumel is looking out for the lessons he's teaching his own son as dad directs his first movie. Enter the dragon! Now, I'm guessing Axel hasn't seen this one. Yeah, no, he won't see this one for several years. <laughs> um, and when he does, he may disown me. I don't know. Yeah, seven-year-old Axel has some growing up to do before he can watch his dad's new R-rated comedy, Buddy Games. It's on demand now. Josh wrote, directed, and stars in the stunt-filled bromance, which is based on his real-life friendships. The Buddy Games are back! We're gonna play for 150000 bucks. It's everything from ping pong to wiffle ball to golf. And this last year, it was, uh, you know, target practice. You had to stand there in your underwear with a helmet on and, and take paintballs. And if you if you flinched, you lost points. So if you got hit, you know, it, it's it's crazy. What if Axel wants to do buddy games as he grows up? Will you green light it? Well, of course. He's a very social little dude. He's a friendly kid, and and I think that he already recognizes how important it is to have friends. I mean, directing it, writing it, starring in it, getting your butt kicked by Olivia Munn in it. That was one of my favorite moments. <laughs> She's awesome. She's like a kung fu master, that one. Dax Shepard, Entourage's Kevin Dillon, and Supernatural's Jensen Ackles also joined this hilarious cast. I'm gonna owe a lot of them, you know, favors after this, but again, they showed up, you know, out of friendship and came in and truly laid it down. I mean, they, they, they were fearless about it. Those guys showed up for Josh, and Josh told me he hopes that one day Axel has lifelong friendships like his. That is cool, and maybe one day Axel and Josh can work together, just like what's going on over at NCIS. A director said, can he come in and read? Mark Harmon's son stepping in for dad, how he's following in his father's footsteps. Gibbs, that's with two Bs, right? Yes, sir. Then, movie magic with Disney's new fairy godmother. The swirl. You mix it up, you mix it up, and then you point. Only E.T. got invited to the Boston set. It's an E.T. exclusive. How will you celebrate tonight? You know, I, I'm here, I'm with you. That's it. NCIS star Mark Harmon celebrated and autographed his 18th TV Guide cover with E.T. back in 2017. So as his show reaches yet another TV milestone, I decided to remind Mark about his crowning cover moment. Kevin, put down that big net and magazine cover. Let me show you something. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's start with that. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this thing. This stays up on our wall. You know, this is up on the wall here. Still the king. He's still the king right there. Mark, how are you doing? I was doing fine until you told me you hang that on your wall. <laughs> E.T. has been right there with Mark since NCIS began 17 years ago. Tonight on CBS, can you believe it's episode number 400? Kevin, I'll tell you what, they, they, there was a t-shirt given out, a 400 episode t-shirt. By the way, we need to get you one if we get anybody oh, one. But um, on the back of that t-shirt, it has all 400 episodes. And when what? you see that laid out on a t-shirt, it's a bit daunting. Episode 400 also has something special for fans. That actor playing young Gibbs is Mark and his wife Pam Dauber's 32-year-old son, Sean. Gibbs, that's with two Bs, right? Yes, sir. 
Sean first appeared in flashbacks back in 2008. What is that like watching your, your son, Sean, play you? There's a part of that certainly as a dad where you, there's pride involved in that. I owe you a drink. I always think back to the first time they talked about doing a young Gibbs thing here and, and Sean was just out of school at that point and, and uh, a director said, can he come in and read? <laughs> and on his own he did and I'm proud of him uh, taking his work seriously and, and how he approaches uh, being an actor. Hey, uh, Mark, always a pleasure. You're still the king, you know that. You're still the king. That's why I brought it out. He's still the king. Hey, hey Kevin. Yeah. I'm not even the guy who knows the king. So there. <laughs> he knows this is his kingdom and his world. And by the way, I already got my NCIS 400 t-shirt. I will wear it proudly. All right, we go from TV royalty to Rachel Smith, who had a magical moment with Disney's new fairy godmother. Yes, that is right, Kev. Back in February, E.T. got an exclusive invite to the Boston set of the Christmas comedy Godmother. It premieres December 4th on Disney+, and I spent an enchanting evening with its star, Jillian Bell. Guys, we yes. are on set of Godmothered. Right there. Give me a spin. Yes, queen! You're no fairy godmother, you are a queen. I've been in this for about 20 days straight. Oh, Haven't yeah? taken it off, stay in character. Oh, Lord. I gotta have you set up the scene of what's going on in this room. We're shooting the end of the movie, which takes place at a big parade, mm -hmm. and um, we're up here and we're singing and we're kind of putting on a show for everybody. We're pretending we're in a park and we have a merry-go-round. I think we have 150 extras today. I can't give away any spoilers, but this is um, a very powerful moment in the story. <gasps> I'm your fairy godmother. Back off, lady. Brittany runs a marathons. Jillian Bell is a fairy godmother in training, here to help a single mom, played by Isla Fisher, find her happily ever after, which may include a love connection with her co-worker, Big Little Lie, Santiago Cabrera. Nice to meet you. I'm Hugh Prince. Oh, the wand. I need to know the proper technique and, you know. Well, there's different poofs, but one of my favorite is the swirl. You mix it up, you mix it up, and then you point. Yeah. Like it. With extreme yeah. confidence. Point. <laughs> That's just one. That's, That's just one. one. You gotta watch the whole movie for the rest. I saw something like this, like a last. There might have been. Okay. There might have been. Well. All right. Well, now you know too. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess we're giving away all the. We're secrets. gonna leave the rest uh, up, <laughs> up your sleeve. Convertise. My character doesn't believe she needs a fairy godmother, but it's very apparent that she is. You know, if she's not living her best life, this fairy godmother is definitely, at the beginning, obviously, she gets a lot of things wrong and a lot of comedy comes out um, from Imagine her. that from Jillian. <clears throat> um, but then she gets things very right. All right. And, uh, and what's nice is that my character ultimately sort of ends up being her fairy godmother in a way, too. I'm going to prove that people still need fairy godmothers. If you had a fairy godmother, what kind of wish would you hope could be granted? I hope that we all love and treat each other better and find a way to communicate better. You know, in today's world, there'd be a lot of wishes about things calming down and people coming together. My wish would be that any time I um, close my eyes really tight, yeah. I could be transported to my home and I'm just laying in between my two dogs. Oh. That would be my wish. Solid wishes, guys. All right, so we know that Jillian has run a marathon. She's been a fairy godmother, and Kev, next she jokes that she wants to play a pilot. Uh, not a plane that I'm going to get on, but I love her. Thanks, Rachel. All right, coming up, it's the show generating lots of big buzz. We're with the stars of the new ABC drama, Big Sky.
Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Do you recognize her? Big Sky's creating big buzz in episode two airs tonight on ABC. Now, the premiere had a shocking twist, but don't worry. We're not going to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it yet, but I know you're going to watch it very soon. Oh, especially when I tell you this. David E. Kelly, who did Big Little Lies, brought us Big Sky. And that was a big draw for stars Katherine Winnick and Kylie Bunbury. Yeah, take care, everybody. <laughs> Biggest fan of Big Little Lies. Hello. But this show, um, this show is different. This this show's special. It's, it's unique. Um, it's dark. We've had more than 500 murder victims, 200 suspects. Almost all long-haul truckers. Excuse me? It's been such an honor just to get a chance to read these scripts and, and dive into new characters. Trust me, things are about to take an ugly turn. From Wondery, this is Black History For Real. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Conscious Lee. What do most people think about when they hear the words Black History? Rosa Parks, Reconstruction, MLK, February, Black History Exactly, exactly. There are so many stories of Black History that we just are not really talking about or thinking about, especially outside of February. And we are about to flip the script on all of that. Because on this show, you're going to hear a little less... In August 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And a little bit more. She is a heroine to some. As a fighter for black rights, she is a villain to others. Follow Black History for Real on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen everywhere on February 5th, or you can listen early and ad-free on Wondery Plus starting January 29th. Join Wondery Plus on the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Black History.